in theory still two months to go. Um, so they said, um, as long as you and the kids are fine, we continue like that. But basically the same night my body collapsed and uh, they had to do an urgent cesarean to take out the kids. Since becoming a mom, my perspective as a woman has changed. I'm so proud to be a woman and I'm also so much more aware of how hard it is to be a woman. Inner wellness means nurturing my physical and mental health, leaning into my wholeness and cultivating wealth. I'm on a journey to learn about and embody inner wellness so that I can be the mother that my children deserve and to live into my potential by also healing the perfectionism, the people-pleasing, the self-loathing, the overgiving, and the imposter syndrome that I and so many women deal with. Will you join me to embrace this messy but wonderful journey and unlock the power that's stored within? Hi, my name is Linda Houston. I'm a mom, wife, daughter, business owner, and life coach. Welcome to Inner Wellness Woman. In this episode that you're about to listen to, I am interviewing Gracia Felberg, and I'm sure you're going to get so much out of it. She is an amazing person who's in a full-time job as well as doing all kinds of projects on the side. We'll get more into that later, but she's also a mom, and she's a mom of twin boys who happen to have the highest degree of dependency of autism. So in this next episode, you're going to hear about how her experience of becoming a mom, what happened when she found out that she had twins, and how her journey has been to live this balanced lifestyle that she now promotes as a balanced lifestyle and mindfulness coach. So there's a lot of le lessons here, and what I really came out of this conversation with was with just knowing that she's such a positive person. She had experiences that most of us would consider really difficult and really challenging. And yes, it was challenging for her too, but she has been able to see things from a really positive place, a really positive perspective. And as we had our conversation, I could see that she describes herself as a very positive person herself. And so I want you to notice how she is able to frame the challenges that she has gone through in such a positive way. You'll also hear about her partnership with her husband. So in this first episode, because I've broken it down into two parts, this is part one, we're going to talk more about just her experience as a mom, becoming a mom and the intense situations that happened to her and her tips for you as a mom yourself. In the following episode, part two, we're going to get deep into her experience of being a mom to kids with autism and what that means and her experience with autism. In both episodes, there's a lot to unfold. There's a lot to learn and I know you will enjoy it. So without further ado, here it comes. All right, welcome back to another episode of Inner Wellness Woman. And today we have an interview happening and it's the first one in a while and I'm really excited about it. It's with Gracia Felberg. And so she's somebody I recently got in touch with. We've had lots of great 
conversations over voice message on WhatsApp. And so let me introduce you to her. So she works full time at IBM as an invoice and process leader for DAC countries. She spe speaks four languages. And on top of that, she has her own business as a balanced lifestyle and mindfulness coach, where she does one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, group workshops about personal development in connection with mindfulness and meditation. She's also an instructor for crafting classes for adults or kids and parents. She works with individuals as well as offers these services to, to companies. And she's a mom of twin boys who are both autistic and nonverbal which is the highest dependency on the autism spectrum. So she'll speak more about that, I'm sure. So, hi, Gracia. Hello. Welcome Thank you for to... having me here. Yes, it's so nice that you are here. And I'm really excited to, to delve into your experience as a mom and, and as a woman who's doing so many different things. You have so many different projects going on. So, yeah, let's dive in. Sure. First, I am really curious to know what a balanced lifestyle means for you. And we can also talk about mindfulness because it goes hand in hand. So yeah. what does ba a balanced life and mindfulness mean for you? So I think that for each one, a balanced lifestyle means something different. So for me, it was very important to um, really find out like who am I and what are my needs and also depending on your character or personality like what do I need to feel fine no like to have my my life balance especially as as you highlighted I have twin boys who are both autistic and as well non-verbal so it was a it was and it is a very stressful life um, not only that I have my full-time job and all the side business but as well all the medical appointments we had since they were born um, so sometimes even you know four times a week I had um, appointments for the kids so it was a lot of stress um, so I had to find a way to balance it all and um, for me it's important, for example, I'm a very active person. I love to meet people and have deep connections. So for me, it's very important to go out at least once per week to meet with friends, you know, without kids and all. So we have this agreement, my husband and me. Um, as well, I love to do sports. I love dancing. So I go twice per week to Zumba these kind of things. So kind of to, to find things what balances me in the day-to-day -day life. Also things what I enjoy a lot, like crafting, reading, painting, all these things that I try to integrate that in my day-to-day -day life. That's yeah. for me a balanced lifestyle. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's something I, I talk with people about all the time is how important it is to exactly what you said identify your needs and what lights you up what energizes you and exactly. to even create like a wellness list your go-to list of things that you know that you love for example dancing for example yoga, yeah. all the things that you're saying so for you to have identified these things for yourself was there ever a time when you 
were not incorporating those things in your life? Like where where does this knowing come from of knowing that that you need to have these elements in your life? Okay, I think um, it was before I had my kids. Um, I was a very active person. Like in in I mean, like I was going out really every day, doing rather sports or meeting up with people because it was something what made me happy. Uh, but at that time, I realized as well that it was too much somehow. Like I knew it makes me happy. But I noticed something else was missing. So I, I set every year a goal for myself. And um, I remember that in that year, my goal was to find spirituality in my day-to-day -day life because I felt that this was somehow missing in my life. Uh, I'm a very spiritual person, but I was not living it anymore um, in the past years before I had my kids. So with that, I also had the strong kind of feeling when I wanted to become a mother to prepare. I had to really take this time for myself to go inwards, to really connect with myself and the spiritual side. Yeah, I think this is how it all started, like by setting goals every year and see what I need. At that time, uh, with this goal for the spirituality, I found a course, an online course, which was like for four weeks, a very intensive kind of like a mix of mindfulness, coaching, you know, seeing your past part of the inner child, um, the present moment and the future where you want to go and how to combine it all. Um, and this in combination of meditation every day and journaling. And with that, it really changed my life because I discovered so much about myself. Uh, with the spirituality, also my creativity came back. This is something what I discovered also looking back, you know, of my childhood. What did I love when I was young and it was crafting? So all these things suddenly started to come back and I just felt so much more energy and joy in my life. And as I said, especially in a situation like, like ours with the kids, you need to be stable and strong for your kids, you know, and to kind of survive every day, but not only surviving, but really embracing all the situation. And I think um, that's what I, I really noticed. I, I needed this, this balanced life. Mm. I, I love how this process started for you even before becoming a mom and how you're saying that. So if I understand correctly, you began understanding that you needed more spirituality in your life because you felt like that was missing. But then as you were about to become a mom while you were pregnant, that's when you were really delving into this, this need of spirituality. Am I right there? Yes. Um, I'm a very intuitive person. So I feel if I need something specifically or I need to take a certain step in my life, so at that point, I really felt that um, I need to take this extreme other side from what I was living, the super active life, that in order to prepare myself to become a mother, I really needed this really calm time just 
with myself and it was actually really difficult for me in the beginning because from being so active to really to turn inwards taking time for myself it was a big change but with that I could see that uh, I could start balancing things no afterwards oh very interesting and I think a lot of women go through this it was definitely the same for me too before becoming a mom like as I was pregnant really turning inwards and nourishing myself not just physically but but uh, emotionally spiritually all of those things like you're saying to prepare for what's next and I think whether you're a mom or not in any moments of life where you are about to move to the next phase or the next season maybe you're you want to birth this new business or a new project you know something you're creating something there needs to be space spaciousness within yourself so then you do need to quiet the outside world and and look more inwards Um, and I love I love what you say the connection between spirituality and creativity as well yes Uh, it's interesting because um, after well I I did a lot of self-discovery And what I realized is uh, for me to feel balance is I really need both sides, no one, the active part, but as well, a lot of time for myself to, you know, uh, journal and do this internal reflection. We we talked about that, uh, you know, human design. And for me, is this uh, profile, I think it's three, four. And it's exactly that, that I need this balance, no, to feel balanced in in general mm. oh, interesting yeah three four so we have the four in carmen you and me yeah the uh, four six or six four i i always mix up the <laughs> the order but yeah the opportunist and so as you then became a mom you had already identified your needs and like what it is you need to do to fill your cup uh, but i can only imagine what it must have been like to find out first of all that you were about to have twins okay so let's let's start with that how was that what was that like for you when you found out that you oh my gosh it was so I knew I was pregnant I mean because we were planning it and then I felt it in my body as well and because it took so long to have my first doctor's appointment I was actually in Germany. Um, I'm from Germany, but I live in Spain. And my mother is a gynecologist, so she has her own clinic. So what we did is that I went to her clinic and we had our first checkup. And she was the one finding out that I was pregnant with twins. And she was so excited and I was so shocked, I remember. And she was actually looking if there is another one, (laughs) but she was very excited. Yeah. For me, I was very shocked in that moment. I never really expected to have twins. We don't have any, let's say, history in our families. So, yeah, it was really a surprise. Wow. Yeah. And then for that to be your first um, your entry into motherhood to have twins yeah like you already had a child <laughs> this is your entry into motherhood so it's kind of like double yeah, intensity it, it, straight away yeah it, it's quite yeah intense um, I think anyone who has uh, twins can confirm it's 
I mean, it's already difficult to have one child, no, when you're a first time mom and then to have the double is basically you never rest because um, luckily with my husband, what we did is each one takes care of basically one child because we um, had to feed them at the same time. Um, I had a pregnancy disease called uh, preeclampsia. And um, that means um, it has to do something with the blood vessels uh, that uh, they get blocked and then um, an organ can be affected by that because not enough uh, blood flows in. In my case, it was the kidney. And, you know, if the kidney is not working well, you can die. So it was uh, really that bad. Um, so already in my 32 weeks, uh, the kids had to be taken out with cesarean uh, suddenly. Um, in general, my whole pregnancy was actually very well. I did sports until um, many months later and I was very healthy. I never vomited. So I had really like, let's say, a perfect pregnancy in that sense. But um, when this pregnancy disease started, suddenly I had high blood pressure and also, and then also what I, well, whatever I drank, all this liquid stayed in my body. So all I had a lot of swelling, but really extreme swelling in my whole body, which was really, really painful. And basically to end that is to take out the kids. Um, but of course, the doctors also check the kids. And as long the, as the kids are fine, uh, they prefer not to take them out, right? Mm. So um, I was actually, um, I entered the hospital from one day to another and they also couldn't tell me how long I will stay because I had, in theory, still two months to go. Um, so they said, um, as long as you and the kids are fine, we continue like that. But basically the same night, my body collapsed and uh, they had to do an urgent cesarean to take out the kids. And even there, we were super lucky because uh, one of my kids... Um, was almost um, falling away from the placenta and usually if if that happens the child dies within seconds so they they did it really in the last moment everything was like very lucky in the sense or what i think is guided somehow no by the universe that mm. it was safe in the end no wow what uh how, how intense that was um right at the very end there your pregnancy i can't even imagine the swelling and so how long did you have to deal with the preeclampsia before uh, only one month but it was it progressed very fast so i had another friend uh, who also had twins and uh, I remember she also had swelling, so I checked with her, but she said, okay, this extreme swelling that I could actually move the liquid in my feet, for example, that was not normal, you know, like it was really, really uh, swelled up and it started from my feet, it went up the knees and everything. And then finally it was in the whole body. So it was really, really painful because imagine like all the skin is wants to explode but cannot explode kind of that feeling mm -hmm. so yeah it, it was very painful then once you had the cesarean and then you had the twins then another another phase started 
uh, right? And did you, yeah. you have some I mean, time to rest or? In, well, because my body still had to recover. I couldn't see the kids for a whole day after I gave birth. Um, because I was in the intensive care, but as well, the kids were in the intensive care um, because, you know, they were in the incubators to see if they can breathe well and all these things. They had a lot of cables. Uh, they, the kids were in the hospital after that in total. Well, one of them was there for one month and then the other one was there for one and a half months. Uh, mm -hmm. So I had to go every day to the hospital, um, which was one hour away, um, to, you know, breastfeed them and to see them. And I was trying to um, do pumping of the milk as well. Mm -hmm. um, but that also gave uh, problems because usually kids start to learn, you know, to have the sucking effect um, with 32 weeks. Um, so they still didn't uh, develop this part. So it was very difficult also for me to breastfeed. It was it was very intense. And yeah, as you mentioned, after that, uh, I had uh, another episode with the kids. Um, because once the second one was home, maybe two weeks after we had an incident that he stopped breathing uh, while I was trying to feed him. And it was... Yeah, quite extreme because uh, I didn't know what to do. I was so in shock that, yeah, uh, like I was not thinking at that moment. And luckily I was not alone. So I was trying to do, you know, this mouth to mouth, trying to put air into my baby. Um, but that was at the beginning also not working. And uh, thank God the ambulance came immediately. And um, yeah. At, at the hospital, he also stopped again to breathe. So it was very um, difficult situation. Uh, but finally, he recovered and he had a virus with a bronchitis, I think you say. Mm -hmm. So this was another incident we had. So, I mean, your case is quite extreme, right? I can use, I can probably use the word extreme here, can yeah. I? Uh, because you had twins and then with, with the, the whole, yeah, what happened at the end with the preeclampsia and then the emergency C-section. But for any any new mom, I'm going out on a limb here, but I, I think I can say that it, it is quite intense to become a yeah. mom. It was for me as well, um, just becoming a mom and, and entering the, the unknown pretty much of uh, caring for, for this new baby or in your case, two new babies. Mm. Um, then enters a very intense phase of caring for this helpless, or in your cases too, helpless baby um, that that needs you, that needs your uh, both in terms of the, the the breast milk, but also your your body for comfort for uh, all of those things, and so physical experience as a mom as well as emotional. I mean, you invest everything. Yeah, into being a mom and especially when they're small when they're that small newborn I mean maybe even until I mean forever basically but especially when they're really young when they're babies um, you don't have much sleep you don't eat very well or you know when they're waking mm -hmm. up all the time and you don't have so much time for yourself even when it comes to the basics of 
taking a shower, when it comes to eating a nice meal, you're just grabbing on the go, you're just taking the, the sleep that you can. And, and for you, it must have been even more accelerated because you had twins and you had um, who were premature. And so we're talking about balance. We're talking about living a balanced lifestyle. Could you yes. apply that as a new mom as well? Because we talked about living a balanced lifestyle as identifying your needs. And you mentioned the activities that you love to do. But was that something that you could incorporate during that season of your life? Or is it something that you had to pause and do later? I mean, of course, in the beginning, you fully need to be dedicated to your child. No, I mean, there is no other way. And especially in, in our case with the two of us, mm -hmm. um, I was very lucky because uh, at that time, um, well, I don't know how it's in other countries, but in Spain, usually you only have four months after the baby is born that you are out of work. Um, in my case, I luckily had eight months due to all this, what what happened with the hospital, etc. And um, I was also lucky that I was not alone uh, because exactly at that time, my husband lost his, his job just really the same week when I gave birth, which I believe is not a coincidence. Um, and so we could be really the two of us. But still, as I mentioned, it's like you cannot really rest because it was like for a very long time that um, we were basically feeding the kids every three hours. So I was trying to breastfeed. Uh, my husband was uh, giving the bottle um, then until they would fall asleep or let's say until they are finished etc. We would prepare the next bottles. I was breast uh, pumping in between. No, So it, it's really, it was really tough the, the, yeah, the half year or something. Mm -hmm. And um, I recall I, I additionally got an extreme migraine as well. I believe it was because I didn't sleep much. And uh, so what I found at that time helpful was like um, some supplements, you know, um, I heard and um, some other powder which really helped me in my nutrition to give me um, yeah, more energy and all. Uh, so that really did a big thing for me because first I had to really uh, recover physically. Um, from all what happened, but also the sleepless nights. And with all the supplements, actually all the migraine and all went away and I had so much more energy. So that was a big help for me in the beginning. You make a great point there that um, expect um, to have maybe that, that balance that we talked about always in you know, especially in, in that season of, of just becoming a mom and, and having that intense situation. But you had the support of your husband and, and then you got these these vitamins, right? So there still needs to be some level of support, uh, whether it's a person or even nutrition. And if it's just a minimal way to support your, yourself, there's still the more support in some way that you can get especially as a mom especially having this huge responsibility the better 
Yeah, I think that um, especially if you have family around, I really recommend, you know, to ask for help that rather if it's for cooking or, you know, cleaning or whatever it is that you can ask for help. Uh, in our case, it was not like that because uh, all the family lived too far away. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend if you have family around, ask for help. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for listening to Inner Wellness Woman. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please comment, please write to me what you liked about it. And of course, share it with someone you think would benefit from the message and continue the conversation there. All right. See you again soon.